Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this podcast called Order Up Freaks and Geeks. This is your host, Angel, and today I have a very special guest with me today, uh, no other than my own boyfriend. Say hi. Hello, everyone. And what's your name? My name is Borislav Francisco Garcia Dorantes. So if you don't know, my boyfriend is Mexican. Um, I don't know why some people don't know and some people do know. Some people normally think like he's just black like me due to his voice when he's talking on the phone until you actually see him and you're just like, oh, okay, it's cool. Um, so go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh, yes. Uh, like I said, you already know my name now. I am from Oaxaca, Oaxaca. That's where I'm born. It's a little state in Mexico. I immigrated here roughly around 2000, 2001. I was just a wee old child. And I've been here ever since. Uh, mm, what's, what's any occupations that you do or something you do as a hobby or something? Uh, my occupation is really much. Uh, I just work at yeah, Smithfield Foods. Just uh, just as general labor. Uh, hobbies I mostly do is uh, cooking, actually. He's a really good cook, y'all. He, he's actually really good. I was actually very surprised of what the things that he was cooking for me back when we were in high school. I was just like, this should not be of the level of a teenager. This is more like the level of somebody who's in like their mid-30s. Um, what's the foods that you like to cook? The foods I like to cook can vary. Uh, the ones I find the most easy is the uh, Italian, Italian cuisines. No disrespect to the Italians, their food is good. Uh, a little bit of Chinese. All I know right now is just making stir fry rice. I'm trying to find better ingredients to make a various Chinese dishes, especially mapu tofu. Yeah, I, I love mapu tofu. That. that sounds really good. I really want. I still haven't tried it yet. I've only seen it on the Anime Food Wars, and after I seen it, I was like, yeah, I gotta try this. And so, which I think is, is it like Sichuan style or something? Yes, like the spice it, of it? Yes. And stuff, it's like, it's not so much of a taste, it's more about the feeling of spice. Like, you can tell yes. it's like really hot and stuff. Mm. Um, so, basically, today's topic that I thought would definitely match for us today was the topic of men, toxic masculinity, and anything kind of like within that range. Um, especially you being a Mexican man, I know within the Latino community, and stuff that a lot of toxic masculinity has been ranged within it and stuff um especially with today it's kind of like weird like i'm glad that we're now finally addressing toxic masculinity because even a lot of guys i know are just like yeah it's kind of like it's bs because it's just like why can't we show our emotions why can't we do these things without being called gay or feminine and stuff like that but it's like really just normal things but you know that's how society is and when you think about it, don't want to be the one to say it, but if you look at the ones who started society, it's mostly men. Um, so give us your thoughts on like being a man, especially in the 21st century, a young man. You're 22, about to be 23 in May and stuff. What's what's been your what's your life been like dealing with like taught like masculinity? Well, going to time, but when I was a small child, especially when my father was around. Uh, it was really hard to show any type of emotion around him. The only time I feel like I could be emotionally vulnerable was uh, mostly with my mother because she understood that I was just a small child. And when things hurt, really things hurt me emotionally or physically, uh, I cry and I, I get hurt. And so I could always run up to her, but whether around my father, I couldn't do that. He always told me to toughen up and stop being a, a little girl. Only girls cry. Right, yeah, and I've seen that done a lot of times, like, seen a lot of 
people even even down to girls telling like their sons or their nephews and stuff like stop crying you're you're you should be crying you need to toughen up like you know and it's just like no that that's a kid like kids cry humans cry humans everybody should be able to cry like that's just an emotion that is just literally our emotion our mental state trying to express how we are feeling in that moment and stuff because i'm sitting here like it make it makes no sense why would we try to hold back something that's so natural you know what i mean it's just i don't i don't know you know yeah. um the whole thing with toxic masculinity at least in the latino community is that you're always trying to one up each other always seems so tough and macho you know on the inside sometimes you know it's all uh, a, a front of bravado to keep yourself together from falling apart because you know deep down inside you do have some emotionally debuted issues that haven't been addressed from uh the way you have been raised Mm, how in an environment you, to not be able to show your emotions. How do you feel about like a lot of guys? Um, and I know this has been a subject of discussion on social media. How do you feel about guys like who end up getting in like relationship with girls and basically see those girls as like a therapist, even though they're not? Like all like all the problems that they have going on internally and stuff like that. They pretty much try to like put it all on the girl or or their partner. I'm not even gonna say the girl, their partner and stuff like that. Um, how do you feel about that? Like, do you think? Like, I understand, like, in relationships, like, you're supposed to be there for one another, especially, like, with deep-rooted issues that probably have happened in childhood or past relationships and such. But I feel like there are, like, some cases where men really try to put it on the woman and not really address the issue that's going on with them. How do you how do you feel about that? Uh, the whole thing with that is um, I just find it strange that you think uh, a woman's... How do I word this? If you have any deep-rooted problems and you're laying on at least your female partner or partner or whatever, you, you just really need to talk to a professional Yeah. about your issues that have been bothering me, whether it be from childhood trauma, emotional distress, or anything that you have gone through. And like you said, yeah, you know, like your, uh, your partner is supposed to be there for you in the times of need. And but to lay on all... Like everything that's been going on with you, like as if they were their therapist, I, I don't think that's a uh, a good thing to do. Because not only are you already stressing yourself out, but you're also bringing your stress onto them. Right. They have to end up worrying about you because like, oh, I hope they're doing okay, or like I hope they don't do anything rash today mm-hmm. that can cause them uh, physical harm. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're always going to be constantly worrying about you. And on top of that, they probably won't even worry about themselves and take care of their right. self. Yeah. That's why I always say individual mental health and individual, like, self-care and stuff is very, very important. Like, I think people have to understand that you could be in a relationship and you could take on some part of what your partner is going through. But you got to understand that you cannot take on everything because that is an individual. They have to, like, kind of, like, figure out how to deal with their own issues, whether they go to a therapist or counseling or try to get some form of self-help or something of that nature to try to understand these issues. Like, even if they have to go talk or figure out what happened in their childhood, what happened in those past relationships, just to figure out what the problem is and try to figure out how to cope with it and how to fix it if it is fixable. Because some things aren't fixable, you just have to learn how to cope with it and stuff. Um, I think another thing I really just wanted to talk about um, within like the community of men, God, there's so many, there's so, there's so much stuff I could talk about, man. Why Let's talk is about it, hygiene, actually. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, what is up with, with guys and when it comes to, like, hygiene? Because um, I, I see, like, okay, it's hilarious how, 
<laughs> that thing that was going around online about dudes not washing their butt crack and I just could not understand I was like wait a minute whoa there are some people who don't wash their butt crack don't even spread it open to let water run into it at least let some water drip down into it and I'm like that's that's kind of gross. That's disgusting. That's really gross because not only are you just picking up residue from days and days and days you gone, just because. Let me tell you this: wiping does not get rid of everything. It doesn't. That's that's the whole point of like washing. And so I know in some cultures they use, um, I think it's Filipino culture. They use like the what's it called? It's, the, I think it's called a, a, a tabo. A tabo, yeah, and it's like a, a little water cup that you would run through, which makes sense. And I think somewhere in what was in like France they use um what's it called those um the toilets where it sprays water bidets bidets I think there's like you can actually order bidets online not like the actual physical bidet but you can actually get like a system to put on your toilet yeah to run water and stuff like that um and then there's wipes and stuff like that obviously please if, if you're gonna use fl- uh, flushable wipes don't use them because they aren't flushable they don't they don't disintegrate kind of like regular toilet paper does in the toilet they don't your best bet is to throw it in the trash or just get this thing that my boyfriend got me where it's like you can spray um or like squirt like this foam onto your regular toilet paper and wipe it just like a wet wipe those are really good i really suggest everybody getting some i need to get some more because that thing has like saved the day for me but what what is it like why do they like some guys will say like it's gay what's so gay about cleaning your butthole i have no idea like this is this is a thought that some people think like good hygiene is feminine i guess and i feel like if they touch certain parts of their body they're considered gay no yeah i mean do we have to like even define what gay even means like you're too scared because it's even that and then i heard like um, some people like talking on Twitter about like p- guys not even washing like their their genitals and stuff. Like they'll probably just like let water hit it and that's it. But they won't actually oh, like get bro. down and wash like their their testicles and their penis. And it's just like, dude. And if you're un uh, uncircumcised, please for the love of God, wash your foreskin. Yeah, you gotta pull back and wa- like you gotta wash everything up in there and stuff. You know, I, it's it's the weirdest thing. And I'm sitting here like, man, come on. Like, you know, I know some people like yeah. a little bit of twain today, thing, but I don't know about that. I don't know yeah, about that. Yeah, because if you're wondering why your girl doesn't go down on you and you haven't washed uh, your genitals or uh, the area of your uh, of your butt crack, just know. Good hygiene. That's the most important thing. I feel like that's one thing I judge a lot of people off of. Is hygiene? Is their hygiene. I, I think I do, too. Like, it's just like, you know, brushing your teeth doing your hair of some sort or like skincare routine yeah i mean i slightly judge i judge in two ways i judge because it's just like i've it's just like are you even doing enough and then i but most of the time i'm judging because i'm like what am i not doing that you're doing correctly and so because my skincare routine is actually not up to par that it needs to be up to because you need cream and then you need toner and then you need like what, what's the other things i know it's cream toner facial cleansers and there's different ones exfoliators oh, yeah. yeah and so i don't know i might end up trying to get that fenty beauty um skincare by rihanna because i heard i heard some good things about that and I, I would like to try that and stuff i think you can get like the little mini ones too um so you know i'm graduating soon so if anybody wants to give me that thank you Oh, let's not forget about our nails as well. Oh my God, just talk about it. Cause Please, it's just like- For the love of God, clip them 
take care of them like clean any gunk underneath because yeah a woman's not gonna let you go in with all that car oil or anybody car oil anybody and all that food build up into your nails nobody's, nobody's gonna, gonna nobody's gonna let, gonna let you like touch them like that and all and because our nails always end up getting something in them like almost every single day from like scratching our head or skin we get like oils and like dead skin cells and stuff like that they get caught up in there um you know and stuff like that like it doesn't hurt to literally just go underneath and just pick it out clip your nails file them you know watch some yeah. youtube videos on it if you don't know how to do them correctly because there is a certain way to clip your nails where you don't get like ingrown nails and stuff like that you can all just go just yeah. go to a nail salon and it is okay no one is gonna i mean okay people yeah people's gonna judge every single day but at the end of the day you're the one with the money paying and stuff and you're mm -hmm. only and for you to like just get like your nails done and if depending on like if you're getting polished and stuff because there's some guys who like to do um colored polish instead of clear polish but for that like within that whether it's manicure or pedicure pedicure it shouldn't really take that long when you're in there depending especially if you do a schedule or if you go in like as soon as it opens up and try to just go get your nails clipped and stuff or whatever. yep because i got a pedicure before and oh my god that it was nice it was mm. nice it oh made my yeah foot all nice and smooth my nails were clean everything it was nice because it's, it's something about having good clean nails like just a good hygiene in general it just makes you feel good yeah i think just everybody just do good hygiene just check yourself man just please just check yourself and ain't nothing and and another thing there ain't nothing wrong with lotion y'all ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of lotion or vaseline just ain't nothing wrong with it trust me and believe me guys if you need some cocoa butter lather it on it is okay for you to sit on your bed after you get out the shower and put some lotion on ain't nothing wrong with that ain't nothing especially y'all it's getting like summertime out here it's about well springtime is really coming in for sure summer is coming in soon you know um people are gonna be starting to wear shorts and stuff like that everybody's elbows is gonna be out you know lather up a little bit it's okay yeah. Oh, and let's not forget, uh, let's go into the to the guys who use 3-in-1 uh, Oh, my shampoo. God. Okay, so I don't know if y'all know this, but my boyfriend used to be this. I like how you're tackling them, but let's be honest. You used to use Oh, that. yeah. I used to because, you know, I can just, why would I buy three separate things when I can just buy one thing that's condensed into everything that I need? But at the same time, it's not even good for you whatsoever. It's not oh, even it's doing, not. It's, it's not even doing its job. Oh, it yeah. It cleans your body. But it's like three in one, which is basically, y'all don't know what that is. It's basically uh, body wash, shampoo, and conditioner. Now, to me, that never made sense to me because I'm like, body wash is for your body. Shampoo is to cleanse your hair, and sometimes it strips natural, you know, oils yeah. and stuff. And then conditioner replenishes and moisturizes. So why would you put that all into three? That don't even make sense because it's like a plus sign and a minus sign and somewhat of a, a divide or multiplication like it don't make sense it doesn't and stuff and I, so and it's really not good for your hair at all because yeah. your hair is confused it's like is we stripping is we taking away what are we doing yeah it can make your hair very brittle and the fallout and also it could, uh, the three one can also uh depending on what it has it can damage your skin it damage your it's skin even very dry so and that's why i had to like go ahead and tell boris over here i'm like hey man that that stuff is not good like it's okay to get three separate things yeah and stuff like it's it's cool it's not like you're like wait do you wash your hair every day or you wash it every other day i have to wash my hair every day because of the day. work i do oh yeah yeah every day yeah okay. but i use uh i don't uh and get this but uh, it's okay to use female shampoos i will say that like 
Oh, uh, but I don't no, like the feminine no, scent. Or, no or that's that's gay. It, no, it's it's not gay, bro. Like, think about it. The every time I read the ingredients in women's shampoo compared to the guys, the women's shampoo just seems like the better option. And though it may be a little bit more priced, it's still good because it has all the basically no no parabens, no sulfates, nothing. Right. And it just gets the job done very well. My hair it smells nice. Why it's nice separate, and smooth. I got a quick. Why why do they separate men and women's shampoo? It's hair. You just gotta wash your hair. It, it, you should just get a shampoo that doesn't have the sulfates or the parabens and stuff. That is gonna make your hair healthy and clean and moisturized. It's just like why do they even have to separate it? It's the weirdest thing to me. It's just like you know what you know what do what y'all wanna do. But I will definitely say. It, guys or whoever is masking just just go look at it just go look look at the ingredients in it okay yeah some of it does smell fruity and stuff like that to be honest a lot of shampoo doesn't need to some of it can i mean the, the shampoo and conditioner i use smells really good as honey and so so that's really my hair loves honey yeah. but um i like the smell of it i use whole blends um just because that for some reason has been working on my hair yeah. pretty well and uh if you're still on the fence about uh like having like nice fruity scents on your body that uh, there is a what's it called there is a company that called dr squatch that makes a <laughs> they don't even sponsor us <laughs> no i i know they don't sponsor but, <laughs> but i just gotta good, go though, ahead yeah. and say if you would still like to have like good like good body products such as soap cologne and i think they came out with a toothpaste and as well as shampoo like they have a lot of things in there the soap in itself is really good. It makes my skin nice, nice and smooth because it has a lot. Because most, most of the time, the bar soaps that you use, uh, like the big uh, big box stores, yeah, that's not technically soap. They, that's why they call it uh, bars instead because they, they, they can't label it as soap. Except for Dove. Now, Dove is really good soap, though. Yeah. Dove is like number one for me. Um, I can't yeah. complain about Dove, so. Yeah, because the, uh, the soap that the Dr. Scratch created is... Uh, cold press it means it's made by hand and it contains a lot more uh glycerin that's what it is uh, wait what's glycerin glycerin oh you don't know it's a i think it's a byproduct of the co- of the process for cold pressing soap oh, you okay. keep your skin nice and smooth oh okay thank you for letting me know because sometimes yes. it's like i'll know like i'll hear the term all the time and not really know what it means yeah it keeps your skin nice and smooth and as, as a matter of fact ever since i started using it uh, I haven't really had much trouble with acne as well. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that. I've noticed that. I'm sitting here like, I'm this close to being like, I might need to like get me some of that soap. Now, I will say, it's a little bit more expensive than what your big box store said, but I guarantee you it's, uh, it's really worth the price. And the shampoo as well, they come with a, a, a monthly subscription box. Well, the the one I get is, uh, I, I get a new shipment every three months of six bars, and each bar will last me around two weeks, so... Yeah, I can I can make do with what I got, but I have tried the the soap uh, the soap and the shampoo and conditioner. I got them both together, mm-hmm. and they work wonders. They make my hair smell nice. They get left a nice cooling effect. They exfoliated my hair, and the conditioner uh, put back uh, in the moisture uh, the moisture I needed back into my hair. That's nice. Made it nice. My hair wasn't as brittle. And tell them again what this is called. It's called Doctor Squatch soap. You can find them online. You know, you probably seen their commercials on popping up on everywhere YouTube. on YouTube. Yeah, definitely. And I some, sometimes I sometimes I watch this commercial. Sometimes I don't because I be like, my boyfriend's already got this. Skip ad. <laughs> like, it's not even that. You know, it's it's good though. The commercials are kind of cute. Not gonna lie. Like, it really does. Like, be like, mm, let me go ahead and give this a try. 
and stuff um but yeah um skincare body care just hygiene in general is very important i don't y'all are just y'all and i have to say y'all because that's including you even if it's not you but it's weird especially like how do you feel especially because you have a younger brother who's a teenager he just turned 15 what what is that like being a, a guy and you know without like a dad around and stuff like that what is that like to help your mom raise your brother especially with him being at the age basically where i had met you like this is puberty man oh my god puberty in a young boy yeah uh i would say it's difficult it's difficult in a way because you know i'm not his father but i am his older brother and i want to be that um that male figure that guys him yeah because i i don't want to uh because the way my uh, mom treats it she babies him a lot <laughs> as most as most moms do because he's, he's like the, the youngest young, yeah he's the youngest out of all of us uh she babies him a lot and i always have a big problem well, i've always had a big problem with my mom babies babied my brother uh growing up because he he he's spoiled he gets he's stubborn and um he gets angry and sometimes I feel like I don't want him to get too angry to the point where he does something stupid. Yeah, especially being a teenager right now where yeah. the, your, your, your front cortex, your pre-cortex, pre, pre I'm sorry, y'all. The, uh, the prefrontal cortex? Yes, thank you. The Basically, the front of his forehead is still growing, okay? It's still growing. So, I, you know, that's why I was like, you know, as a guy and stuff like that, you definitely want to watch your brother make sure he doesn't make the same mistakes that you had made when you was a teenager yeah. and stuff falling. Because you want him to fall on your footsteps as being a good person but you don't want him to follow in the other footsteps that you had left yeah. behind on this earth that you don't want him to see and stuff like that and I always wonder what's that like for him growing up because you were born in Mexico but he was born in the United States but y'all are both Mexican guys yeah. so it's definitely a, a new a new thing and stuff like that and I always wondered I was like man what's that like you know having your brother like that because it's just your sister is the oldest one you're the middle and then your younger brother and so you kind of have to be like that masculine counterpart to him to guide him into becoming a, a great young man yeah and stuff and so I know that's got to be tough a little yeah you have your days and stuff and then there's days that you're just like man get out of here it's <laughs> pretty much sometimes you know but I still love him yeah He's my little brother what about um guys and like relationships and stuff like that because like going back on the you know guys with uh, childhood issues and emotional traumas and stuff like that going on what do you think um guys should do when it comes to processing and managing um the type of trauma that they have and why do you think guys like in their friend groups of mostly guys like when it comes to the discussion of like say one of your homeboys is just like hey man you know i just ain't feeling it today i'm just going through some stuff but the whole friend group kind of like jokes around and nobody necessarily takes it serious how do you feel about that and stuff i mean i will definitely say some of the friend groups that i know that it's getting better like they're actually like taking the time to have discussions with the homies and stuff but do you think there should be more of it do you think that group of friends especially guys should like sit down and actually take the time to address what's going on with the guy like what's your opinion oh yeah definitely bro like uh I, i've been in this <laughs> situation just like uh like that and where i try to open up a little bit to certain people and they just took it as a joke and they really want to like say i guess it's in the sense that they don't know exactly what to do or what mm. to say and i feel like 
they start joking as a means to like combat it a little combat bit. Combat it a little bit. And like cope with it themselves. They're just like, oh, you're yeah, going like, through trauma. <laughs> All right, bro. Smoke up. Like, okay, bro. Yeah, and uh, sometimes some people, they're just assholes in general, and they don't want want They'll be like, man, I don't want to listen to this shit, bro. Why are you getting all sad and stuff? Yeah. And like, I'll I deal with it. Look at me. I'm fine. In, the re- in reality, they're just... And they're a, really not. They're yeah, just they're like, just a frail child on the inside. Yeah, they're pretty much just covering it up. Yeah. And I wish... I wish... I, I honestly wish a lot more guys would just be more open and honest. It's just like, why keep it under wraps? Like, I get it, because that's how society has trained a lot of men to basically not yeah. cry do not show your emotions you especially push especially when uh in the absence of a father and the you have to yeah. be the tough one you have to be the man of the house and that's what i was at the young age so that i really get to experience the childhood that i wanted to just be nice and uh carefree to just be able to express my emotions more uh, uh just be able to cry a lot like a little bit more mm. Just be a child of mobile. I had to grow up uh, a little bit faster because I had to take care of things around the house because there's some things my mom couldn't do. Mm. Uh, there's some days where I actually had to miss school. Yeah, you to, told me that, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know, and I never could understand. I was just like, why is Boris not here today? I just figured because I was just like, eh, he's probably angry again and stuff, and he's probably just didn't want to show up to school or whatever. And just like, all right, you know, we'll probably see him tomorrow. Until you told me, like, no, I had to go take care of business for my mom while she's at work because she can't do it because she's at work right now. And somebody needs to go pay these bills and I had to go pay stuff. these bills, make sure the oil is changed. You and you were, like, under 18 years old yeah. doing all this stuff. That's crazy. That's so crazy. But it's, like, people don't realize how common it is. It's so common. And stuff, especially within like the Hispanic community, it's very common because I actually watched a video about this girl during the pandemic. She, you know, has online classes. So she has to like have her phone on the online class with her headphones in while she's helping her mom like clean different houses and stuff. Or like this one guy that I know, um, well, not, not that I know, but watching a video on it and pretty much he said the same thing. Like while his parents is at work, he goes around and like takes care of his siblings and tries to like you know um go pay bills and stuff like that because he's the only one out his siblings who can drive he has a luckily he has a license and stuff like that you was out here driving with no license i didn't even realize that when we was in marching van and we went to taco bell i was sitting here thinking oh he's got his license and so because i didn't know i was i didn't know (laughs) i didn't know you didn't have no did you have a permit no, neither that either. Oh God! And you was just driving. I mean, it was summer camp. It was yeah. My mind, you this was before DACA, so I couldn't even apply for a permit or license. Uh. Oh wow. Okay. Wow. We was out. So it was me, you, and like three other people. Juwan. Three or four. I remember Juwan being there. Golly, it was a lot of people, and not a lot of people. It was just like probably like three or four other people and yep. sitting in the car going back to the school and because he, he was very forceful like put on your seatbelts and i'm like i got my seatbelt on because i try to stay safe but you was talking to them in the back and so he, and now we didn't realize he was like until i got older i was like oh he didn't have a license he didn't have no permit that's why he was like so forceful with, with the uh seatbelts which you should be okay because if anybody's riding my car oh, i need yeah. them seatbelts to be on okay and not saying that i'm not a safe driver i just don't know what other drivers are gonna do oh yeah and if you're the ones who uh go on amazon and buy the uh buy the the little shits to put on your seatbelt to make uh the little dinging stop you're an asshole wait what no there's uh, some people who go uh, uh buy products from amazon to put into the little seatbelt 
Uh-huh. Yeah, to stop uh, the car from dinging, to notify that the water Wait a minute. Gone. I didn't even know people were doing this. Oh, yeah. There's a thing made for that? Yeah. Just so they don't have to wear a seatbelt? Yeah. What is so constricting about a seatbelt? I have no idea. I, I don't... I don't... I don't understand. I'm so confused. You don't want to be safe? You want to be wild like that? I mean, go off, I guess, but... Okay. Hey, man. At the end of the day, that's going to be your body splattered around uh, on the floor. Jeez. Looking like cold spaghetti. My God. Okay, I didn't even know people were doing this. God. Okay, well, um, how do you feel about being a man? I know this is, like, off the top. I mean, we switched subjects real hard. But how do you feel about, like... What's it like being in a relationship, at least with me? Because we're going on to be five years this month on March 28th. So what has it been like in this relationship as we're both growing into adults, becoming a man, especially in the society, in this country that we live in, and being, again, a Mexican man, dating a black woman at that? What, what has that been like for you? Oh, man. It's been a whole can of worms, bro. Like, it's, been, it's been a lot, bro. It's like... I will say, growing, uh, growing up with, through all these rapid developments and changes, especially to society, these attempted changes in society, I feel like it's a, uh, it's been real tough to, I guess, to, to adjust to modern day society com- compared to how it was a couple of years back. Yeah. Um. Yeah, especially with being a man, you know, like, you have to be able to find out what is a man. Mm, what a good question. What is a man? And we're not even talking about, like, I don't think, okay, it could be talking about somewhat of gender-wise. And we're not taking, talking about sex-wise, like, born male. Like, what does it mean to be a man? Mm-hmm. And stuff. I think that's a question I think a lot of people need to ask. Because it's just, like, there's so, everybody has their own type of definition of what it means to be a man you know some people feel up to be a man is to be tough to to not cry to fight it out and some other people think to, to be, be a, man, a provider as well yeah to be a provider or like some people say to be a man is to be free to express myself in any way shape and form so i guess to be a man really is the definition of how you define for yourself you can't de- define it for everybody else I think it's more of a definition of how you define it and stuff because you know you might define it as being a provider but also being able to freely express your emotions while another guy may think like you know to be a man is to to protect but to also not show my emotions because I don't want my my community or family or friends to worry and and stuff like that and I'm glad that in this relationship especially with over the couple of years that your emotions have definitely like when I first met you and so because I was like 13 I think when I first met you you were definitely a very angry guy like an angry boy and stuff like I didn't know what was going on you know that has to do with mental health issues as well and stuff but you have definitely like really changed like you I wouldn't even say change. I think it's more of a you're, you've evolved. Like, you're still the same guy that I know, but you've evolved. Like, you become more, like, expressing your feelings, your happiness, your sadness, your anger. You're more, you're, you're able to now communicate a whole lot more where once you would just get angry and shut down and just leave and stuff and just, like, not talk to anybody and stuff. Like, you would, like, just go hide somewhere like in the band room versus now it's just like you'll take your time and like be angry and try to breathe it out for a minute you'll write in your journal and then you'll come and talk to me and be like 
this is how I feel and it's just like okay good I can understand that now and I wish a lot I think a lot of guys need to start doing that if they're able to and I think a lot of them are fearful of what could happen especially when you end up in a relationship a romantic relationship and you're unsure if you are allowed I'm gonna say that like that is like if you are allowed to express your emotions because I feel like there are some partners especially women who probably don't want their their partner their male partner or whatever um to express their emotion they literally think like no guys are not supposed to cry I'm the one that's supposed to cry you're supposed to pay attention to me and then it gets like really confusing because it's just like yo let him express his emotions you feel me like let him let him talk to you about some things going on and can I add um guys as well are also very wary of who they express their Mm. emotions when they open up if they open up because to us I feel like it's a double-edged sword because on one hand like this person could understand what we're going through or could or could not, but they're still going to be there at least to emotionally support us mm-hmm. versus on the other hand, they could probably use this to ridicule us Ooh, or use it against yeah, us yeah. in a relationship or friendship. I've seen that. So and you probably have two on social media. And I think that is, I've actually had, uh, I think two guy friends of mine actually talk about this saying like, Angel, I can't express my emotions like I want to because I don't want her to use that against me. And it's sad that people will use that against And I see why a lot of, and honestly, that's why I can understand why a lot of guys don't be showing their emotions because yeah, some people will literally use that against them. They'd be like, oh, you know, he, he's a, he's a, in my, my words, oh, he's a pussy. Yo, he's a bitch. He's weak and stuff. And it's just like, no, the dude is just expressing his emotions right now. So you can understand what's going on in his mental state, his emotional state or what's going on inside his mind. And so, but yet when, when, when something goes wrong, something goes bad, you're going to use that against him. Now, there are some cases I can, I'm not going to say I can completely understand, but I feel like I, I can't drag someone's emotions into that depending on the situation of what's going on and stuff like let me ask you a question and I know this might be weird do you think that and this is this goes for women too do you think some people do you think some people cheat not because there might be something going on in their relationship but because there's something going on with them and they don't know how to express it so they go off and have sexual you know intercourse with another person or whatever it may be and so with another person because they don't know how to actually uh, express their emotions that's going on on the inside do you think that's why some people cheat because that's that's honestly why i think some people cheat i, don't, I think i think yeah i, I think, think there's like nothing like okay it could be a guy who's in a relationship with a girl and the relationship is good right the girl is fantastic to him right and he still goes off and cheat and this could be vice versa hey i'm not gonna hold nobody against it because this could be like a dude in a relationship with a girl and a, um or whatever and like the girl could go off and cheat but i feel like do you think some people still do it because they got some issues going on internally? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Because some people feel like it has to be an issue going on in a relationship. And I, I, I can say yes and no because I feel like it don't have to be nothing going on in that relationship. It could just be something going on with that person as to why they may cheat. They could cheat just to cheat just just because. But I always wondered that because there, there are some people who genuinely be like, no, nah, there's got to be something going on in a relationship. And, or the person who got cheated on is just like is there something wrong with me what did I do did I cause this and you know I think I feel like I have to talk about this again and stuff I think I I mentioned it in my last episode I'm not sure but kind of like the whole ride or die situation like I feel like uh, a lot of relationships that go on and stuff like that people feel like we have to go through thick and thin people feel like they have to go through that struggle and stuff like 
the relationship ain't a relationship unless we go through struggle but a part of me is like I don't think you have to go through any struggle to have a good, solid relationship. What makes you think y'all have to go through thick and thin from somebody cheating, from somebody lying, from somebody doing something they weren't supposed to be doing to show people that, yes, we are capable of this relationship? I feel like if you're in a relationship that's capable, they shouldn't have been doing this in the first place. So I don't know what you think about that. I will say a relationship that go under uh, deep emotional trauma. And I'm not talking about like oh like cheating and all that. Nah, like if if, if like if someone were to cheat on me, I drop him. I dropped him. Same. That just same. I wouldn't even fight. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even fight it. Yeah. I was just like, nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm good. Because not only that, but also the trust is broken. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're also constantly gonna be thinking when you're not near them, be like, oh, I hope they're not cheating on me, mm-hmm. somebody else. And I just can't live like that, bro. I yeah. can't live in a constant state of where it, it'll be hard to. It'll be hard to like rebuild that trust oh yeah because it's broken and it's just like you know and i understand some people after it they can like work things out but i know somewhere in there that trust isn't as it used to be yeah and so i know some people can build the relationship back and it can be better than ever that you know Mm -hmm. i'm not saying this is for everybody because some people who get cheated on y'all need to leave the relationship alone and for some people y'all might be right for each other it could have been circumstances i don't know but if it was me and stuff like if you were to cheat on me right now man this this whole thing would be over i'm gonna be for real i couldn't do it i could not do it because the trust really would be over now i can't say if i would be friends with you or not that's a different story but it definitely i would have to drop you like i i have to because that's like you just disrespecting me and yourself Mm -hmm. you disrespecting me because you you lied to me and then you disrespected yourself because you just lost a really great person pretty much (laughs) so i mean Yeah, but the relationship that go through deep emotional trauma, uh, at least that I've seen, tend to be really strong. Mm. Tend to at least be stronger. At least get, get um, I'm not, uh, how do I explain it? Yeah, I, I guess uh, relationships that go through uh, emotional tra- uh, trauma mm-hmm. tend to last the longest. Oh, last, last a long time. Last the longest. Yeah. Um, become strong. Like, this could be from facing financial issues mm-hmm. uh probably like like what you went through when uh your, your uh, grandparents died oh yeah 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 that that definitely Woo! when my grandmother died that was a moment that was a moment for me because i did not i was not I, when my grandfather died his was like way more unexpected but and i thought i was gonna feel more emotion for that because his was like unexpected my grandmother she had like some already she already had some issues going on and stuff like that especially with her kidneys and stuff but when she died i guess it really like pulled the plug for me just because i was like dang i ain't got both of my grandparents and that's like my Mm -hmm. you know that's my homie and stuff like i go and see her like every single week like every sunday if you know um so that definitely was a moment. And at that time, it was junior year of college. I was not doing the best. I almost failed, y'all. I almost failed junior year of college. Like, I was going through it. Like, went to the CAPS, which is a counseling and psychological services on my campus. And they were just like, yeah, um, it seems like you got moderate depression and high anxiety. And I was like, girl, you lying. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, me? No. And it's just like, but in that moment, and stuff going there it made me actually had to sit back and look back on my life too about the stuff that i was going through and stuff that i didn't realize like oh wait i might have some little anxiety and stuff going on i didn't realize i was depressed until like i was actually at work and even my coworkers was just like yeah you just were out of it like you weren't talking you seemed sad like it was like you were sad for like a month 
two months like we just couldn't figure out what was going on like I would literally just clock in go to work and come back home and I just would feel nothing I just didn't feel the same and stuff so yeah that was definitely uh and uh, having somebody by you uh beside you trying to comfort you mm, yeah yeah and I think also with this as um I think a lot of people and I started to talk about a lot love languages that's how we had we got into ah, this yes. little thing like I ain't gonna lie guys I thought it was about to be the end of us simply because we didn't really recognize each other's love languages something so simple yeah. we didn't recognize each other's love languages because you would always talk about some oh I'm a physical lover you know I want you to hold my hand I want you to like hug and kiss on me and stuff and I'm sitting here like ew gross don't do that to me but it comes back again to each everybody's childhood how they were raised like you were raised with your mommy you know you know your mom would kiss on you and hug yeah, you show and she me still does, yeah she still does that to this day yeah. and so versus my mom you know um nothing wrong with it but like she didn't really give me hugs and kisses like that or whatever and stuff i mean i mean looking back at it i was like man i wish she would have did that more and stuff like that and she i think she's trying to like make up for it now but it's, it feels so awkward and stuff like I don't want to hug you, mom. I love you. Like I'll hug you if I want to, but uh, it's kind of awkward and stuff like that. Like I mean, it makes me feel uncomfortable. It genuinely makes me feel uncomfortable and stuff when I like physical. I I used to be like a physical lovey-dovey person, like back in like. And I'm sorry if y'all can hear the wind blowing. We're kind of like sitting out like in the yard and stuff. It's a nice day, but um, yeah, I think that really. And I, I understood that my love language was mostly just the love language of uh, just company, just to be there around me. We ain't even got to do nothing. You wouldn't have to be touching me. Just you sitting right beside me like you are now. Like, that makes me very, very happy. Versus you, you like physical touch. You like acts of service. Not service so much being done for you, but you like doing stuff for me. Yeah. And so even though I tell you, please don't do that. You're spoiling me. Stop. You're spoiling me. And you're just like, no, here. Here's some food I cook for you. Here's some money to go get your nails done and stuff. And I was just not used to that at all because I was taught at least from like my dad I was taught that I was supposed to be like a challenge and stuff like that like I was supposed to be independent should be able to hold my own and then you know but I had to get used to allowing you to be able to like show me that type of affection and now I'm still getting used to like showing you physical affection because what people don't understand is that with love languages it's not that we recognize each other's languages and we just do our own languages. It's the fact that I have to commit to your love language just as much as you commit to mine. Yeah. Like, okay, even though I'm not like a physical touchy person, I'm still working on being a physical touchy person with you. Like I give you hugs and kisses and I hold your hand in public. Y'all, it is so hard for me to hold his hand in public and there's nothing wrong with this. Some people are probably thinking, that's probably why every time we go to a restaurant, they probably always think we're friends and not lovers. And it's just, y'all know, it's, I get nervous, okay? I just be nervous for, pu- like, public affection and stuff like that just because in my household, you know, being in a Christian household and your mom the pastor and your mom's like, don't be doing that. And y'all, y'all already know. Y'all already know. So that's that's been very tough in the relationship. But we worked it out somehow. Somehow we did and stuff. Um, I think that's another thing, too. I think everybody in relationships, man, woman, whoever it may, whatever type of relationship you have, figure out each other's love languages. It will help. It it helps out a lot, and so because mine is pretty much like I said, company. Um, what else is it? Because it's five love languages. Mine is company, and I think I've just started getting into acts of service. Like I like to do things for you now. Yeah, and that makes me uncomfortable. Actually. Yeah, see, you see what I mean. <laughs> So it's just like, like anybody doing anything for me just makes me uncomfortable. Well, like even just for like y'all, it's, it's to the point that dude won't even let me go get him a four for four from Wendy's 
and stuff. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm always the one who be like, I don't worry, don't give me that four four four. I can I can pay you back, bro. And I'm like, no, you don't need to pay me back. It's all good. It's a four for four. It's about like five dollars and some change. Like, like it's all good. Like it's okay and stuff. Like I'll be going to get something to eat, going to his house, and I'm like, oh, I should get him something to eat. I don't want to show up just with like me having food. And you'll be like, no, I'm okay. I'm good. I'm good. And I'm sitting here like. Yeah, okay, psych, I'm going to get you something anyway, because if you don't eat it now, you can have it for later and stuff. Um, and that's, I'm, but I, I'd say I'm pretty much getting used to your love languages. I would think I am. I hope so. Hmm. I really do. I don't know. And I think uh, having discussions about what to do in our relationships and stuff, uh, I hope I'm doing better in our relationship and you stuff. You are. And so, because y'all, it, it's a struggle. It was, it's me. It was me, guys. Uh, no, it's literally because again, childhood plays a big role. Like I just am not a lovey-dovey person. Like I'm getting used to it more and more. Like it's it's a buildup. It's very very slow. You know, it's like, but I'm trying to get there. I'm trying. I am. I I truly am. I can't say I'm not because I am and stuff. But relationships, they don't they don't lie when they say it takes like time and work mm-hmm. and stuff to make make something like that. What what about you? Uh man, me? Yeah, well, I feel like you're doing a good job. You do a good job. I see the progress that that you made. Um, you know, I know it's a still, it's a little bit difficult to hold my hand in public because uh, I always wonder people just look at us and be like, are they friends or are they like, what are they? Yeah, because I think like I told people. You know, we see mixed, like, interracial couples all the time. Especially when you go to Fayetteville. Like, that's where you see them the most. Yeah. But it's, you don't see a black woman with a Hispanic man that often. You mostly see the opposite where it's a Hispanic woman and a black man. But mm-hmm. you don't see us that often. Yeah. Like, except when we went to um the, our favorite Vietnamese restaurant. And we saw another black girl and Hispanic guy. And we, like, looked at each other. And everybody was like, yeah. <laughs> and stuff. But, um. Yeah, I think also, I think another thing you had to talk about is also like uh, addressing uh, the emotional parts. Because I think when you're like, I, and this goes back off of my last episode about mental health, when you're a person who knows somebody, a friend or a partner who is dealing with mental health. And this, I feel like if you're comfortable enough to talk about it mm. and stuff about. So if y'all don't know, would you like to explain it and stuff about like your mental health, like what's your mental health is like? Oh, stuff. my mental health? Yeah. I feel like it probably would help people and stuff. I'm not sure. If you're not comfortable, it's all cool. It's cool. We can wait till another episode. Uh, nah, I can explain it a little. It goes back to the, the trauma I faced as a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Like, uh, if you haven't picked up, uh, my father's not in my life uh, for for a multitude of reasons. There's certain, uh, yeah, there's certain things that I can't tell you because right. that's not for me to tell. Correct. But my father was an abusive asshole. Yeah. And they didn't start, he, he wasn't, he didn't start off abusing us until, like, I got older and to notice that I, I, I had problems, like, uh, developmentally. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't picking up things as fast. I wasn't, say, the the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shrek. Anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was struggling. I was struggling to pick things up. Uh, I just wasn't de- developing at the... I guess uh, people say at a normal at pace. At a normal pace, right? You're just a little bit slower than most children. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Some kids are like that. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I was taken to the, 
health clinic multiple times to see uh, if uh, there was something like genetically wrong with me. They were like, was right? What was wrong with me? And they said, I'm perfectly fine. Just I'm just not picking things up as fast as everybody else, which is okay. I'm still a child. Right, especially being a child who's like coming to the country speaking another language. Yeah. I heard that has somewhat of an effect as well yeah. and stuff. Because um, I still didn't know how to speak uh, English. English properly. Yeah. Nor Spanish either. Actually, I had to taught my, I had to teach myself Spanish. Yeah. I had to teach myself uh, how to read and write Spanish because of all the things that I picked up around the house. My mom taught me a little, but um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I guess I was always compared to my sister because my sister will always be put on the pedestal, up pedestal yeah. as the the star child. She was more favored by my father because she was uh, smart. Uh, she was responsible, mm-hmm. and she was just everything that you want like out of a child: smart, mm-hmm. responsible, reliable, dependable. Mm-hmm. Everything. Me, mom, me. I was just over here, like I was over here just playing with my Batman figurine, just minding <laughs> my business, going outside looking for sticks that look like guns, <laughs> as most children do. Yeah, I, just, I was just having fun, and uh, but you know, that I, I I was struggling in school as well because it goes back to the part where I was uh uh delayed developmentally uh yeah he would just get so angry that that he uh it was like I created this nah he's too stupid to be mine yeah and I think that's probably as we've discussed yeah depression and, the depression yeah. and when I mess up or like I, I break something or I mess up even even with just uh even the smallest thing he would like punish me he would hit me yeah and I'm not just talking about like hands. He, 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 he about the belt. Not just any belt. It's leather, mind you. Leather mm-hmm. belts hurt. But have you ever been hit with a, about a cable wire? That also hurts too. That hurts a lot more. This is on. And I was just like, I remember you telling me this, and I was like, yo, this is on some Michael Jackson type of like shit, like with his dad and stuff. That's what the Loki reminded me of. I'm like, Jesus and stuff um this is why i'm sitting here like yeah i don't know if i'm really gonna be whooping my kids like that like i don't feel the need to as long as i can sit down and get on their level and be like hey bud let me tell you why this is wrong and i'll tell you like the right way to do it i i hope to be that parent because i was like i don't think there's no point in hitting your child if you actually just sit down and just tell them and talk to them and actually help them understand and they'd be like oh okay and they won't do it anymore like if you literally just talk and i've 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 tested this on like my nephew when he was younger and stuff and um, he, like something would happen and I'd be like, oh, Keenan, you can't do that and stuff like that. And I explained to him why he couldn't do it and he stopped doing it and stuff, you know? Yeah, because teaching people through trauma only builds resentment. I, oh my gosh. And then you also build generations of trauma because yep. if you don't know it, like, and luckily, like seeing you actually trying to break it and stuff has been very like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's been just very amazing to watch you try to break that because i know you always tell me i want to be an amazing dad and when you would tell me that when we was like dating and stuff i'd be like i think you're gonna be a cool dad and stuff like i didn't understand until you started to tell me and i'm like okay now i understand why he's saying he wants to be an amazing dad he wants to be an amazing father because of what you experienced and stuff and and dealing with the mental health issues that you had mostly um versus me i'm a worrier but you you're just Super, super sad. I don't want to make like jokes out of it, but just like, just super sad, super, yeah. just you know, all of that. Yeah, it didn't get any better when my uh, little brother was actually uh, born too, because not only was uh, I being neglected by him, because he both had my sister and my little brother, 
uh, the, the only person uh, I feel like I could have really had any comfort with was my mom because uh, mm-hmm. she, like I said, she always baby me. She always protect me uh, when uh, my dad had his uh, his outbursts of anger towards me, and I didn't realize until later that I was actually the scapegoat of the fam- of uh, my family. Yeah, I, I just started to learn about that in my abnormal class where we started talking about things like that and like whatever what was, went wrong in my house, whatever was broken, whatever was missing, it was always my fault. In right, and that's what she was talking about in the class was um, when we started talking about like just what. Um, what is uh, Kali? What's the psycho psychopathology? I can't remember, but basically, like one of her clients figured out. She figured out that her client was just a scapegoat for her entire family. Like the client had done nothing, absolutely nothing wrong, but her client will always get blamed for every single thing that happened, even though yeah. she had z- nothing to do with it and stuff like that. And she like sat there was like. Like, I hate to be the one to be in that video, but you're the victim, you know, from that video. Yeah. You're the victim. Because um, I remember once this one uh, ever, uh, moment in particular that sticks with me for the rest of my life. Uh, I was uh, playing with my little brother. He couldn't have been older than like one year old or a couple of months. And he was just, uh, I was just playing. He ended up, uh, I guess, running or walking into the wall. He ended up hitting his head pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And, As, like, uh, most toddlers and babies Yeah, he started do. crying, and when my dad came to see check up, and he yeah, check up on him, he saw that uh, my little brother was crying. He was holding his head, and he thought that I pushed him or something. Right, didn't and even I ask what it. happened. Then uh, he started hitting me and everything, and at that point, he just got angry to the point where he actually tried to kill me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he tried to give me a swirly in the toilet, but instead of uh, pulling me back out, he was just going to let me. He, he was just going to drown me in the toilet water. And I don't think he understood that, dude, uh, what you're doing right now, uh, obviously, you're going to hell. So if I ever die and go to hell, that is literally the first person I'm going after. It's literally your, like if I die today and he's dead, too, I'm going after him immediately, immediately. I'm just saying, but. Yeah, and um, my mom came to to rescue me with she saw what my dad was doing and she was about to stab a motherfucker <laughs> my mom pulled out uh, the kitchen knife and she was uh, ready to kill my father for what he, for almost killing me because I I, I, uh, I was about to drown in toilet water bro. that's not the way I want to go I don't think that's any way nobody would want to go but how do you think that plays in re- like you're like as a man your mental health and especially with the relationship that we have how has that played a role just your entire childhood it played a role uh, in a way where i want to be better than what he was it built a lot of resentment inside me as a why did he do this to me why couldn't you just talk to me like a normal person mm-hmm. why couldn't i have a, the father-son relationship that i've always wanted yeah like if i can't have that i'm gonna make sure i can provide that for my child right and they that they don't go through the the, the same problem that I've went through. Right. And I, I think I wanted just to say this. It's somewhat close to the topic, but not exactly. But I seen something on Twitter last night that was, this girl was talking about men. And she was basically saying a lot, a lot of us women, if not all of us, know that it's not all men. It's basically just that we have to be wary of all men because we don't know which men we have to be wary of and stuff so that's why we say all men because we we just don't know and stuff but i hope eventually um society will become more 
chill about things that are going on with with men i hope men become more open about the things that they go through but understand that your partner is not exactly your therapist uh understand that a lot of the things that go on can be fixed and that hygiene is very important and yeah i mean there's so much more i can talk about with it especially like if i got like some family members or guy friends on there and stuff and um yeah this is pretty much all that i have or that we have and sorry that we kind of ended on a very very rough note i wish i kind of would have known this so i could have put a warning in the beginning of the episode and i i, I honestly got to figure out how to start doing that and stuff because i'd be forgetting who i'd be talking to <laughs> half of the time and stuff but i just want to thank you guys for listening on to this and for introducing my boyfriend is there anything um that you want people to like follow you on social media if not that's cool no nah, I, I don't really uh, post anything on social media i'm just here for the memes bro that's cool too um did, did you want to give your social media out or um no nah, i'm good okay that's cool anyway so this has been my boyfriend you guys um thanks for being on my podcast i really do appreciate it we got many more podcasts to do of course so many more subjects but i uh, thank you guys for listening in I appreciate y'all for being here. Hope y'all are wearing masks, staying y'all six feet or more apart, washing them hands, sanitizing, doing what you got to do, drinking your water, checking your your mental health and your self-care routines. And I really just, yeah. Um, so I'm going to go try and find some food now and stuff and probably just get some work done later on today. So thank you and come again to my freaks and geeks. <laughs>